Welcome to Men on Fire, a podcast about what it means to be a man. Fire's pretty good today, mate. Roaring, is it going to set fire to the camera? The camera on fire then? I will think it? we're all right. So we're, we're just starting recording a few on camera and see how it goes. Um, probably put these out on YouTube or something. So people want to see us chatting and engaging, they can do. Mm-hmm. Um, for some some people want, just want to listen. Some like to see more visual people. So mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. We won't get the uh, benefit of my enormous guns if you're not on YouTube. My pathetic guns. Well, <laughs> but my shirt. Bad, if you want to see my shirts, then you need to go over to YouTube. <laughs> so there'll be Men on Fire on YouTube eventually. I'll get that set up. Not now. Not when they're listening to this? or Yeah, yeah. By the time you listen to this, these guns will be viral. Yeah. I think they've got an infection, to be fair. Um, <laughs> What, what we talking about, what, what talk about today, mate? So, what's this? Number seven, I think. Yeah. Men on fire, number seven. So, mm. yeah, yeah, we're getting into our stride a little bit, I think. And you had put forward to me the title of "Bringing Home the Bacon." Bringing home the bacon, yeah. Which made instantly two things popped into my head. Probably neither bacon of which, sandwich. yeah, to do with what you were yeah. saying. <laughs> the first one, and it's a bit of a bone. Why on the men on fire visual that we've yeah. got? Does it make you look all lovely and handsome and my face look all scrunched up like some sort of deformed Kevin Bacon? That was the better picture. <laughs> That's the better picture. Yeah. I mean, I've got mates that are ruthless and that one of them has said that my face is like a pork scratching. It's 90% gristle. Yeah. But that, just for in case you're wondering, if you haven't seen the YouTube, that isn't my face, all right, with all the sort of lines in it and curves. It's awful. The state of me on that. <laughs> so we need to change I think that. you look ruggedly handsome, mate. Well, I don't know. It looks yeah. like you could, like... You no, could... you can't change it now. No, okay. Like, yeah, you change it and you mess with the whole algorithm. It looks stuff. like nothing would grow you, in the you, cracks you did of my approve, face. You did approve it. Oh, I mate. know, but I, did, I, didn't, I didn't pay there attention. There were ones. <laughs> and the other thing with bacon, which we were talking yeah. about, is I find that with... Even with, with barbecue and with cooking and stuff, sometimes you can cook it to temperature or as it's supposed to be in the restaurant and still not like it. Yeah. And what do you do with bacon? Do you cook to temperature? Because I no. need mine burnt and crispy. No, you can't. Bacon's so thin, you can't really cook it to temperature. Right. Um, you cook it to how crispy you like it. So, really, it takes a few minutes to crisp up either side. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing worse than soggy bacon, though, is exactly. there? Exactly. Um, right. But the level of crispness, there's an art in the level of Christmas. Cri- Christmas. Christmas. Crisp, crispy July, Christmas. July, not yet. The, <laughs> there's an art in the level of crispness that right. you want. And that's personal taste. Mm. Some people like it burnt to fuck. Others like, that's oh, I, yeah. Others like it just the right. I'm, you, you I'm just a catch yourself, David. Fuck, didn't you? I did. Yeah. Uh, you can't say fuck or bollocks. <laughs> um, the the right level of crisp, crispness for me is just perfectly browning. So you bite into it, not so it's burnt. Okay. Um, See, I want crunchy. Yeah. yeah, a little bit crunchy, but um, yeah. Because I met you, I think we were cooking bacon a while back. I was doing a session with one of the young people, and you said, "Oh, that bacon's nearly ready." And I was like, "Oh, it's, see, to me, it's yeah. not." But he is the expert. So you're saying when it comes to bacon, you are your own expert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a lot of things, you're, you're <laughs> your own. Um, yeah, you like it how you like it, and that's okay. But I've got a feeling that, given that you know, this podcast is not about a my deformed, scrunchy yeah. face or. <laughs> be really barbecue no. you probably meant something else by bringing home the bacon yeah so I did. You want to talk yeah about today? yeah so um yeah money 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 bacon yeah. money money yeah. bacon I wonder so, where that comes from why is it called bacon bringing, bringing home, home the bacon i don't know is it's it called it. that or is that just me 
No, yeah, that's, that's yeah, yeah, thing, people, you're, right. you're right in, but I'm, I've heard of it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bring yeah. home the bacon, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, but you know, we we um, yes, money is is great. It's amazing when you got it. When you haven't, it's uh, it's pretty shit, really. Mm. Um, does it make you happy? Does it make you stressed? I know um, that I feel quite a lot of responsibility. I talk, talk with my wife with about this. Um, you know, I've, I've been very fortunate with my career to have work. Mostly that money is, is okay. I've always been quite comfortable. Um, but things, things, you know, COVID and stuff has affected my, my day job massively, um, playing with oil rigs and, um, it's, it definitely had an effect with the barbecue stuff, but then it had a real positive effect. So just the, it, it ebbs and flows, doesn't it, money? It's um, Sometimes you feel like, oh, you know, I've got a few quid here, and other mm. times you're like, skint. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's certainly been a lot more challenging financially over the last year, year or two, um, you know, and transitioning between one very steady, well-paid work to having two that sort of ebb and flow, two two works at ebb and flow, and and I am lucky that I've got those, but um, I have worked hard as well, so um, you know to, to to create that for myself. Um, but yeah, bring, bringing home the bacon. So it it was more like the the you know the the, the feeling that I I as a man I can't say you know I know a lot of women work work really hard and are the main providers, but you know, in our house, I'm the one who um, I'm not going to say work because my wife would kill me, but um, <laughs> I'm the one who is specifically at the coal face. She is amazing. She supports massively mm. to do it so I can do what I do with, you know, the oil work and the barbecue stuff. So we're a team. And um, but I definitely feel uh, a different pressure, mm. I guess, about I, I feel the constancy of having to push so hard to earn money. And, um, you know, that's, that is a real pressure on me. And I know, I know, you know, I've talked to a few of my mates and they, they feel the same. I mean, how you, how do you feel about it? Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it's been a bit of a weird one for me because early on my, um, my dad was a teacher, so he spent a lot of time with me in the school holidays. So I was kind of used to like, you know, didn't have the sort of traditional man out breadwinning and bringing hmm. bacon home and stuff bringing breadwinning breadwinner and bringing home the bacon bacon i'll go with the bacon but not with the, the bread yeah <laughs> yeah it's not keto friendly no. that form of bringing home money um but also he then uh, had stress related early retirement so he didn't work for a long time and mum was the sole breadwinner and then in my relationship with my wife um just because I started off working in a charity sector, uh, she was always on more money than me up until probably about three or four or five years ago. Yeah. So I kind of didn't come at it in that traditional sense. But then as soon as my son Arthur was born, and obviously she went on maternity leave, and I wanted her to be able to take that opportunity to spend time. You know, we'd, we'd gone through a lot to get to where we were, wanted her to enjoy it. And so the last couple of years I have definitely felt that pressure and it's again it's another one of those interesting ones where yes I think the right the right kind of take on it is that it shouldn't separate men and women who's the breadwinner yeah. that's, that's just dependent on each person and each family 
but equally there is that sort of tendency for it to fall in the man's role because of you know um, child rearing and and all that all those kind of things that are needed from you know the the woman's side of things and not that a man can't be a stay-at-home dad but you know it's quite hard to breastfeed as far as I'm aware as a a man Um, so it definitely is something that I think women listening could relate to but equally a lot yeah. of men would have would probably have gone through is, is that pressure that kind of you know and, and for me it's again I'm quite lucky in that I am naturally a selfish bastard which I think yeah. helps my mental health because I will go to the gym I will I'll do things to I guess placate it so maybe I'll get my son outside and play with him in the garden whilst I do exercise or I will do a bit of work and presentation planning whilst in between sets of exercise. So I try and make it more valuable to everybody, but I am quite good at initially going, I need to do this for myself. But what I get is a, is a guilt afterwards or the the guilt of either, you know, should I have done that? Shouldn't I have been doing another live to get more tickets sold? Or should I have been doing more admin or should I have been spending time with the wife or should I, you know, with the, with the uh, you know, I get that. Yeah. I guess like constant questioning yeah. of what I'm doing, which I never had okay. really before he was born. I mean, yeah. I had a bit of it with, with yeah. Leah, but she's, you know, she's been great really in yeah. accepting my sort of need to always have hobbies on the go and things yeah, yeah. on the go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I guess I, I deal with it now quite, quite a lot. Um, mm but not necessarily, it doesn't stop me doing anything, but it yeah. certainly takes a bit of the shine off some of the stuff. Yeah. Because yeah, I'm yeah. sort of, oh, was that being too selfish, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess I feel feel it that way. Yeah. I, guess, I suppose it's hard, isn't it? Because no one really gives you, you don't get like a blueprint of how much you should be working, how much time you should be with your family and how much time you should be no. for yourself. There's, there's, there's no, no like, blueprint. Parameters. Like you say, there's no rule book, is there? For oh. being a being a man and it's hard to balance all of those things isn't it the the pressure of work the family mm. and to have some fun time as well we one of our family rules that we try to stick to but struggle with sometimes is work hard play harder and um i know i'm pretty guilty of not sticking to that a right. lot of the time um and uh, so you just work hard do a bit more work yeah and a bit more work, work harder yeah but, but you know I, I need to need to listen to my own advice really and even the things that like the barbecue that stuff that I do when that becomes work then I work hard at that as well and um, probably like yourself I mean I, I had a pretty untraditional upbringing so uh, my mum was the bread breadwinner I say she had she was a, a t- art teacher and um my dad sort of raised was was the one there mm. you know a lot a lot more um but you know it's great you know you have as as a uh, you know parent with a you know a, a teacher you have a lot of holidays and stuff you know a lot of holiday time but yeah it was dad kind of there um and then you know my, my dad did up old buildings and so we moved around lots and um he did that while he could and then mum got very ill and um with ms and and sadly died and um dad you know, as as we've got older, he's always there. But you know, um, it's yeah. He he sort of has done his bit now, and he just sits in front of the fire. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's his thing. He's a bit like me, really, yeah. sat in front of the fire. And um, yeah, he's sort of um, done his bit. But um, 
yeah, I, I do, you know, um, I'm in my, well, I'm about to turn 50 now and I definitely feel pressure for, for house, for mortgage, you know, these, these days things are pretty stressful and I, you know, talking to my mates, talking to people online and stuff and it is a struggle and, you know, bringing home the bacon, you think, right, you I find I'm always thinking, what can I do next to, to earn money, to grow, to be better and I'm not very good at accepting kind of where I am now and right. looking back and thinking shit I've done all of that and mm. I've achieved all of that when um I'm so focused on moving forward and um you know I'm not somebody who looks at the past really um you know it's all about the next thing for me how can I how can I grow how can I reach more people how can I earn more how can I you know and actually um that sort of got me into a bit of not you know into a bit more stress because i you know we worked so hard here a couple of years ago first year in barbecue school and i worked absolutely worked my ass off uh, i didn't stop and i was doing demos and stuff working and then you get the tax bill from from that yeah you think why have i done all this work so yeah. we're actually kind of trying to keep things to a certain level now where i'm trying to enjoy it a bit and um you know where where I still got my passion. I, I burnt myself out. I worked too hard, mm. and um, I think a lot of blokes do that. You know, there's there's different sorts of burnout, but like work based burnout is a big thing, mm. I think as well. And um, you know, I it's it's hard because we we kind of feel we have to do it. We can't, you know. Well, hundred percent, and I think as well, like, and we we spoke about this before. You know, in in lots of ways, we're both very fortunate. Um, there are. And it doesn't change your situation for being as difficult, but I think we have to acknowledge that there are people possibly listening that, you know, are literally bringing home the bacon. And if they didn't bring home the bacon, they'd be fuck all to eat. You yeah, know, like yeah. they're, they're right on that bread line. Yeah. If you like, there's a lot of bread and bacon in this conversation. Yeah, there but, is. Um, they're right on that line. Yeah. And, and it, it means that they can't just do a bit less work or yeah. take a day off or, you know, it's no. not as easy to just look for a job that they enjoy because they can't afford to not have it coming yeah, in every yeah. month. And I think that's, you know, that is a, a really difficult situation. Um, and I think, you know, what listening to you talk about, you know, with, with your wife, Lisa, if, you know, it is about trying to figure out how to work as a team and understanding yeah. you've got different roles and, you know, um, maybe being able to communicate when you're at a three out of 10 and they're, at, you know, yeah just so you know where each other are. I think that one of the most common ones, which I definitely experienced, um, but I hear about a lot because I do a lot of work with parents, is the kind of classic, you as the man come home from work, you're absolutely knackered with whatever yeah. job you're doing, but then you get through the door and the wife goes, here's your kids. Yeah. Because <laughs> I've had them all day and they're yeah, doing yeah, my editing yeah. sort of thing. And then you're kind of, you get no decompression time. Yeah. And I think that's a really difficult one. That's a really, I don't yeah. quite know what the answer is there. I mean, we, you know, we had a few back and forth, I had a few back yeah. and forth with my wife about that. Yeah. Um, but I think in the end, the, the thing that I recommend to, to parents and the thing that I used to do with Arthur was, was I'd just make sure there was something we could do together that wasn't too hectic. Yeah. So, you know, I'd, I'd ask Leah to have a bottle ready and I'd just give him his bottle and stuff early on. And then now I just don't, I don't, with my son, I'm I'm quite keen to get him off screens and tech and yeah. get him outside and be playing. But when I come back from work, I'm going to be all right with him just, just sitting with him, 
watching Bluey on the iPad. I'm yeah. just chilling out. I'm being with him. Bluey. Bluey. Have you not seen Bluey? No. Oh, mate. I mean, <laughs> well, you, to be fair, you've got older kids now. Yeah. For any dads out there, watch Bluey as a sort of... Bluey's dad is the best dad ever. Yeah. But equally, don't try and be Bluey's dad because no one can be Bluey's dad. He's, he's, he's too good. He's too... He's too... Oh, mate, he's awesome. He just yeah. plays all the time. He goes along with every game. Yeah. Like, even when he's late for stuff, if they wave a magic wand at him, he goes... Yeah. It starts going really slowly and stuff. He's amazing. I'll have to look it up. What yeah. is it? It's like a kids' TV program. It's very good, actually, I would say. I rate that, Bluey. Um, I mean, for, for me, working on offshore rig, Bluey's got a whole different meaning. <laughs> God. I mean, yeah. it's got some other meanings that I'm aware of, but yeah, yeah. Bluey on an offshore rig, what does yeah. that mean? I'll go and stick a Bluey on Blue Movie. Oh, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I for, for some reason I had in my head I had a cold blow job and I don't know why. <laughs> no, that bluey yeah. <laughs> with ice in the mouth. Yeah, maybe. yeah, bluey on. That's <laughs> what the guys would say. <laughs> so I like the fact that you said it was dirty and my mind took it. Yeah, yeah, worse. that's your mind. No, we'll, <laughs> we'll move on from that. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes having that conversation with your partner about actually that I'm knackered when I come home from work. I don't mind taking them off your hands or you know giving yeah. you some time. But could we figure out a way that I get half hour to myself or yeah, something yeah. as yeah. well, or we do something all together? Because yeah. um, I think it is an important transition, and it is one that just kind of it, it took us by surprise. Because yeah. I just thought, oh, she's going to love being a mum. I'm going to come home desperate to mm. see him. Yeah it's going to be great. And then you get home and you're like, I, I, I'm desperate to see everyone, but I am fucking spent. So yeah. I cannot give you my best. Yeah. Um, working from home is quite hard as well. That's been, mm. you know, I've, I've gone from working, sat in the middle of, a, of an oil rig in the North Sea to working dishing my out garden blueies. office. Yeah, dishing <laughs> out blueies. To um, sat, sat in a garden shed office and literally I would walk mm. out and the kids would go, oh, we're hungry. Oh, mm. um, my wife would need some support. Literally no decompressed time at all. Yeah. I mean, now I'm a few minutes away from home here at the barbecue school. I can, I can have a cider or, you know, have a minute for myself and then go home. Mm. Um, you know, there's a pub on the way, but I, I've, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to stop off for a decompressed pint on the way. And that hasn't happened yet. I'm okay. not quite brave enough to do that <laughs> yet. But um, yeah, at some point I will. But um, it, it's important. And, and working from home has definitely been a hard transition. Mm. I mean, normally my, my decompressed time is going from um, Aberdeen Heliport to the bar, having a few decompressed pints, um, a few decompressed pints on the flight home. And then... Um, oh, is this from the oil rig? From the oil rig. Right. And then a few more in the airport at this end and then get a taxi home that was my decompress we're just basically recommending alcoholism to people yeah, yeah but when you haven't <laughs> drunk for like a few weeks it's quite a quite a yeah, nice decompress fair enough, fair enough. you end up pissed as a new by the time you get in and then it doesn't matter so it's not quite the same when you stumble out of your garden no. shed pissed no. as a new and ask no. the wife yeah. to sling on a bluey yeah i have <laughs> got a um a beer fridge in my uh, shed not not that i'm like you know you do <laughs> I might have to do an intervention, Marcus. He's saying, like, we had another pie, we had another pie. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely bringing home the bacon is is, is a challenge, isn't it? Um, yeah. And How it, are you guys feeling about it? You know, have you, what are your struggles? Um, how do you find your work? I mean, I've got a few mates who have had to massively change what they do during COVID and after COVID. Um, a lot of them have got very different careers now. Mm. How have you adjusted to that? Um, 
it's not easy, is it? Ch a big change like that in, mm. in all of our lives. Um, you know, some people have done really well out of it. Others have struggled. You know, how are you guys doing out of it? Tell us, you know. Well, and again, I think it goes back as well to that social media thing we were talking about, about there's, there's also sometimes a bit of male pride in there yeah, yeah. where you see people taking their families away or yeah. going on holiday or they've moved to a big house and you, you kind of, as a man, you feel like, why am I not doing that for, for my family? But yeah, you've yeah. just got to remember that, you know, you might be offering a lot more. You might be Bluey's dad. Yeah, you yeah. might be having shit loads of fun with your kids, yeah. doing stuff really settled in a good place, but you're right. You're not putting so much into work, but is that, is that a, a win anyway? If you were an absent yeah. dad that's never home and always stressed, but you were millionaires, mm. would your would your kids and family want I, that? I you know? do remember that as a kid. I had a mate who always had the latest bike, the latest computer, the latest games, everything like that. But his dad was never there. I was mm. always, always a bit like jealous of him that, you know, um, he had all these cool stuff and, you know, and um, I actually realised later on in life um, that I was the lucky one because my dad was there for most, you know, pretty much all my, my growing up. He was always there. He was the constant. And, um, you know, he, he wasn't away. And, okay, we didn't have necessarily – he did his best for us, but we didn't have the best bike and the best computer game. Mm. Um, he certainly did his best. But, um, I, you know, I, I realised actually I was the lucky one to, yeah. to have my dad around and, um, you know, for a lot, of, a lot of time. So, um, yeah, I think having time it, – it's so hard, isn't it? Because you say, oh, having time to, with your kids is like, important, but then having time with – you know the work is important because you need to yeah. have money to have yeah. things and it's so hard it's it it's, it's a constant balance isn't it yeah. but i guess it ultimately if you if you can remember that you're worth more than the bacon yeah you know you bring home the bacon because everyone needs the bacon and wants the bacon but yeah. you're worth more than fucking bacon so yeah, yeah yeah you know your time and your investment with your family and wife or with your friends or with your kids or just for yourself or for yourself is yeah. ultimately i believe is going to bring you more happiness than just the next latest bike yeah, yeah. you know obviously that's not the case if you need the money to live and survive yeah, yeah. but when you're talking about i think a lot of us that are struggling and it feels like a genuine struggle when we're really honest and realistic yeah. there is stuff that we could let go of yeah, yeah, like yeah. i all the time i go oh, i haven't got money for this i haven't got money for that and then i think well i do spend a fuckload on this and this and yeah, this so yeah. you know but some of you out there may not be in that no. privileged position, and I do appreciate it. it's really hard. Um, but it still is important to remember that you're you're yeah. worth more than bacon. Yeah, but they do say bacon makes everything better. So is that the the, yeah. the salty bacon or the, the it's got to be bacon? streaky, streaky, streaky. So it should be bringing home the streaky bacon is when you've yeah. had a bonus or something. I don't know. Really good uh, back bacon. Yeah. You get the the edge just crispy is, but then is for amazing. me the crispy edge is the best bit. So why yeah. would I not want bacon that's got crispy edges running through yeah. the roulotte? Yeah. But yeah. there you go. Bacon. What are your thoughts on bacon? Yeah. Actual bacon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. That's done for another week. Yeah. Make sure cheers. you put bacon in the description because that'll oh, that'll well. put it up. Yeah, the, yeah. So when people Google bacon, this yeah. episode will come up. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> cool. Cheers. cheers. Make sure you subscribe to Men on Fire so you don't miss a thing.